save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. It is July 2nd, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by a returning Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan should be along shortly. And we're talking about Monday Night Raw. One uh, more episode to go until Extreme Rules tonight. Set some things in motion. We actually have one Extreme Rules match set for the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Uh, but that aside, not the most eventful Raw. However, there's lots of other stuff to discuss that happened this week. An update on Shinsuke Nakamura's dog bite injury. Bray Wyatt was in a car accident over the weekend. Ruby Riot uh, was injured, and uh, tough enough winner Matt Capitelli passed away. So we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Let's start with Raj. Welcome back, man. You were on vacation last week. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I wish I would have stayed a few more days so I could have missed this show. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was in Spain. It was it was awesome. But uh, yeah, I still haven't gotten over the jet lag, but I'm working on it. No, I bet, man. I bet. So we were talking about this before the show started. Glow season two dropped on Netflix this past weekend. Speaking of wrestling related entertainment, and you watched the first episode. Yes, I did, and it, it was it was really good. So can you guys hear me? We can yeah. indeed. Matt Morgan, yeah. how's it going? You see this kid? Yes. <laughs> good night. All right. I'm sorry, guys. Ready? I know you guys are already on. Yeah. yeah. Just started. Yeah, so what'd you think of Raw tonight, Matt? I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I, 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 Bobby's acting was horrendous, but there was a little bit of gleam of heel in him at the end, which I appreciated the direction, at least. Yeah. I guess. What about the yeah. rest of it, though? The rest of it was horrible, and they actually managed to make Dr. Shelby... You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> not 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 okay to watch. Anyone with fond memories of the Team Hell No segments probably second guessing it now. Yeah. I'm gonna turn up my volume. Yeah, kind of a tough show. Um, so opening tonight, we started. Uh, we were in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and they opened with a package of highlights from last week. Um, out came Roman Reigns, and uh, yeah. Man, started talking uh, trash about Bobby Lashley. Oh, we started talking trash about Bobby Lashley last week. Their tag match, Kurt Angle came out, talked about, uh, you know, that they should do a tag rematch. And Roman said, no, I want Bobby one-on-one, or calling him Bob, which was interesting, um, and setting up stuff for them later in the night. But out came Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler uh, getting into it with Roman on the mic, getting into it, attacking him. Seth Rollins came out for a save and uh yeah setting up we're gonna have ziggler versus seth rollins in a what was that 30 minute iron man match at extreme rules yep yes that was announced today yeah that'll be good that'll be really good yeah Uh, the segment just went on really really long uh i mean this was a roman heavy show i feel like they really pulled back on him in recent weeks and there was a whole lot of roman there was yeah two two matches and uh the opening segment a long opening segment 
Uh, that being said, the, I thought the best thing on the show was his match, him and Rollins against Drew and 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 uh, Dolph. I thought that match was really good, but really good. But then it had a crap finish. Uh, crap <clears throat> finishes kind of all across the show tonight. Um, yeah, but at least it was top guys getting some action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only saving grace, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. good on the revival, doing something top right. Guy. I mean. Yes. Uh, who would have thought, though? I mean, of all the different ways you could have seen to use the revival on the main roster, Matt, is this what you had in mind? Um, I'll take this and run. <laughs> Are you shitting me with what they've done to them? Yes. I. This is Christmas Day versus what this once was and where this was headed with them. Yeah. You've got Bobby Roode, uh, Jinder Mahal, Elias. They're doing nothing with these guys, and you got Roman out there for basically an hour on this show. Uh, yeah, I think you get a score. You know, get rid of one of those matches. You could have done it next week. You didn't really have to have the second. It wasn't like a great story was told that they injured Roman so bad that you know. No, but they just needed a story of with him being selfish again, though. That they they they, they did need a match with him trying to pull that Superman shit, though. They needed to have that. Yeah, so they could have done just that match. You know, that would have, yeah, because the guys mauled him, right? So it could have been, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, before that, we had Matt Hardy and Curtis Axel. So Bray Wyatt was in a car accident over the weekend. Uh, yeah. Not mentioned on the air, but he is injured, and they did confirm that. Um, so they're setting it up, you know, for the Deleter Worlds and the B team for the titles, the Raw Tag Team titles at Extreme Rules. Uh, what did you think of Matt Hardy versus Curtis Axel tonight, Matt? Report I heard is Bray's injured. He, yeah, that's yeah. what they said. Yeah, but they didn't. So I don't know how he's going to be back in time for his tag match in two weeks. Yeah, they haven't axed it yet. He was uh, in a car accident on Friday. He, he sustained oh, okay. multiple injuries. Yeah. Uh, I guess he was on the way to the airport and he was involved in a head-on auto collision. His car was totaled. Uh, he was at the went to the hospital. He's been released, but he was pulled from the live events this past weekend. Obviously, tonight's Raw. And this upcoming weekend's live events. If so, it's concussion, sounds like it would be concu- at least concussion, right? And if it's concussion, don't they have like a X amount of weeks protocol? Yeah, they do. I mean, they do the impact testing, right? I don't know how you know if they would fly him out right away for that. I'm, it said multiple injuries, so. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know if it's cuts or or what, but uh, he told TMZ, "I'm going to live through it because I can't die." So. <laughs> He's uh nice. He's in good spirits. Um, this does not. This segment didn't do much for me. You know, um, I continue to like anything. You know, I like Matt. I like Matt as a friend. I like. This is where it gets hard to watch your friends. You know what I mean? Do their stuff because you want the best for them, right? And then yeah. the job on the show is to give them your grade on where, where you, what you thought of the match from a third party perspective right that's not supposed to be emotionally invested in them in real life right just in their characters and storylines so it makes it tough at times like with someone like matt who i know is busting his ass to make anything work with what they've done with his shtick right his gimmick but um they worked hard um they're making the most out of that damn b team i'll give them that um but this is not something that I'm saying, oh, I can't wait to watch this this weekend. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the tag titles. If they if they lose the tag titles and the B team wins the tag titles, I'll be excited for all of 30 seconds because, like, no one would have expected that. Yeah. Sure. 
but it wouldn't be what it normally would be if there was a huge upset and a world title picture win. Right. You know what I mean? It lasts 30 seconds for me. Right. I mean, the tag division's pretty much crap right now. So it is. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're at where we're at. I think, you know, I kind of feel like uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel have been outshining Bray and Matt lately. Yes. Yes. And, and like it's kind of made Bray and Matt colder. I feel like, like I felt, I feel like you're not seeing the delete chance as much. Uh, it it just they just feel a lot colder than they were a month ago. And it's because the two unsung heroes, right? The two underdogs that are getting a chance, and you're rooting for them in a way, right? And and they've been a lot more entertaining. Uh, they have been more entertaining. You know, Matt's not doing the stuff he did in TNA. I mean, he's just doing the mannerisms, but he's not doing any wacky, you know, a lot of yeah. the really out there wacky stuff. Him and Bray are just kind of doing the same shtick. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's the crazy part, right? They, they had the same thing happen with Shinsuke going to Mania. They have that awesome Hardy's documentary on the network two weeks ago. And yeah. after that, man, like if you didn't feel invested in these guys before, that documentary will do it. And they hype up hugely everything Matt did in TNA with the broken character, everything he's done uh, within the WWE. And then what do we give him? He's a supporting role in the storyline that he's, you know, his team is the backseat to the B team. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some serious trials and tribulations with the drugs that they, you know, their addiction that they've overcome both Hardy boys. That's the best documentary. I have honestly, the most, that's the best one that I've seen. The best really? that I've liked. And I like the Daniel Bryan one. I like the Shinsuke Nakamura one. And I like this one because I'm an addict, right? I'm recovered for 12, 13 years now. So I can relate a lot more to that, to, to both of them. And uh, the fact that WWE went there, I really liked and appreciated that because there's other addicts out there that are going to see that. Yeah, I did like how they felt completely honest. Like they weren't trying to cover it up like their problems started outside of WWE, which a lot of times they like to do like the Bruno doc. Like they try to make it sound like yes. he was just upset with WWE because they were bringing entertainment. And no, right. he was upset with the steroid culture and all that stuff happening, but they didn't touch that at all. With, whereas the Hardys, they went into all that. And, uh, and they video everything. The Hardys, what don't they videotape? <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, Matt. You mentioned that one scene because this was before I saw it, and then and then I saw it, and I thought it was pretty amazing what? that they caught it. Right, where they're talking about if they got their drugs on them, and uh, you know they're filming for something with WWE, and and yeah. they're talking about. He said, Do "You bring your gimmicks with you." Yeah, and then uh, Jeff's wife was like, "Hey, you know we're being filmed." Yeah, <laughs> my wife, you know, similar. All of our wives have had to do this similar type covers for us over you know maybe mine not to that to that level where it's wwe camera but you know family members or something like that and talking in code because i was going through a withdrawal at the time or something yeah it's crazy so that's why i like that i related a lot more to it and again there's there's addicts out there that are going to watch that and take something yeah. from that that these two guys got through it why can't i yeah and to your point glenn like just showing five minutes of that would probably do Matt oh, a yes. lot more than than what's going on right now. Million percent, absolutely. What, I yeah. would argue same with Nakamura's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, this was great, and then they turned him immediately after. Well, Seth Rollins, <laughs> oh he could have been a gigantic babyface a year earlier if they had oh just God. shown that one document. You know, imagine again. Yeah, but it's weird. But I think Vince has that line. 
you know, between what's programming about the WWE versus WWE programming. Um, and maybe it'll change. I think NXT has done a better job of blurring kayfabe and reality. Yeah. You know, I like Bo Dallas with the, the Bray Wyatt impression he does. I think it's pretty funny. But it's they've been doing it every week to, to where now it's there's nothing new to it. You know, it's it's getting. I old. thought it was a repeat because you know how I guys I told you I watch Raw once it's once the second commercial has yeah. hit on Raw, then I start so I can fast forward through most commercial breaks on my DVR. Yeah, and that's how I always time it. So I was fast forwarding and almost passed right through that segment with Homeboy in the beard again. Going, they're showing this from last week. I could probably pass through this. I was like, well, wait, I think it's a little bit different. And then I rewound it. I was like, damn, they did the same damn thing again. Yeah, yeah. I was. I mentioned on Twitter tonight. I was like, you could watch Raw every three weeks, and you're pretty much caught up. You know, I I missed it last week. I, I haven't gotten to watch last week's episode, but no. I, watching tonight, I felt like I didn't miss anything. No. Felt like the same as two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, something that was new tonight. That was. Uh... Oh wait, uh, Curtis Axel beat oh, yes. Hardy clean. In case anyone Did you see that on Instagram seen. today, guys? There, hang on. There was a post about all the singles stars that Curtis Axel has pinned. Huh. It was John Cena, Randy Orton, Triple H, Matt Hardy, and two like other like pretty big names. And I was like, holy shit, he's beating a lot of actual world babe talents that I don't remember. It, it must be by count out and stuff because he never <laughs> pinned Triple H. He beat him by count out. It said be it has wins over. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm well, guessing. That's a hell of a list, though. Yeah, they gave him that little push. Remember that summer, Paul, when he put yeah when he was put with Paul and he beat some big names, but it was always count out or DQ. Shit, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, it's a hell of a victory list. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think the B team might be victorious at uh, Extreme Rules. And win those titles so we'll see but yeah matt like you said it'll be a great 30 seconds but where do you go with them from there it's the same problem rhino and slater had um right. so something that was new tonight they they hyped it up all week bailey and sasha banks in therapy with dr shelby we could talk about all these segments at once uh they certainly dragged them out for a bit of the show Matt, did this invest you further in the feud that now it's it's like the weirdness, yeah, uh, and the perversion of it all? Like, you know what I mean? The the the, the not I wasn't expecting this. Um, I know you guys had predicted that, that it could be that they go when the when the turn semi turn started. You guys said it could either go she's full heel or they're going to go to counseling. I don't know how you guys predicted that, um, but she's they're in counseling. And I like not knowing what will happen with the counseling sessions, right? So I kind of like that versus them being in the locker room with really bad acting and talking to each other and all that crap that they've always done. Um, with Dr. Shelby, there's the least the outside chance of something unexpectedly making me laugh, maybe. <laughs> so I kind of like that, I guess. It, I don't I don't know. I just know Dr. I like Dr. Shelby a lot, and I uh, – they managed to kind of F it up. Yeah, I just think like, so I, I did watch the the beatdown on YouTube when Bailey turned on, you know, Bailey beat Sasha up last week. And I was like, that's cool. You finally, I mean, it's four, it's like 12 months too late, whatever. But right. it was a cool beatdown. Like, uh, and then <clears throat> to just come right after that and, and send him to counseling, you know, you had this 
cool moment and then to just ruin that with counseling it would been it would have been like with jericho and owens when they did the the festival of friendship and then the next week they're like you guys are going to counseling it's like no now you got the the heat in that feud don't just you know don't just piss on it you know do something with it and now it's back to where it was i don't know why they insist that we have the attention span to care for two years yeah between these two like it's really arrogant when you think about it of how long they're making us wait for this and not in a good way i don't want to hear like you know triple h a year from now go well remember that time we made you wait for that wrestlemania moment between the two girls (laughs) i told you it was going somewhere like you tried to do with daniel bryant when he won at mania eventually which was not in their plans right yeah originally like i don't want to hear that either because that's not what's happening here it's it's they're killing it, and I don't know why they think we're going to invest this long into those two. It's not against those two. We would have if they'd done this the right way from jump, which they just didn't do. Yeah, I mean that before WrestleMania, wasn't it when Bailey threw Sasha into lockers and they had that that fight in the locker room? Yeah, and, and we that were seemed like something to happen. Yeah, yeah, that seemed like that was it. That was the breakup, and then here we are. Gosh, that yeah. was in March, and Ooh. here we are in July. Yeah. Oh, time just keeps marching on. So, this See, Matt- dude, so there's, I guess they're still not on opposite sides yet. They're still not completely feuding. I have a theory about this, Matt. You talked last week that with Bailey, they should divorce her persona and character from the Bailey we know and love if she's turning heel. I think next week is the time to do it. Dr. Shelby or someone, you know, puts her under hypnosis, some sort of experimental right. therapy and then at extreme rules dark bailey debuts dark bailey would be cool it'd be something different we don't know what what that would consist of um i just know the fans reacted really positively to that beatdown. yeah that's why, that's why they should have left it at that yeah um, you could have had dark bailey appear without the silly counseling the counseling just takes the seriousness out of the oh the definitely so. yeah yeah, yeah, but this isn't like Sami Zayn where they can just have her be like, well, I decided that being a good guy wasn't working out for me, so now I'm a bad guy. Like, they're not going to do that with Bailey. I think, you know, if they could drop a coconut on her head like Gilligan's Island, they would to explain the person. No, this this was done because of Sasha. Like, somebody yeah. made her go to this extreme. This wasn't just her waking up and, and not getting the push anymore, brother. So she, now she's going to turn heel like Sammy did. Yeah. So we shall see. Uh, but yeah, tonight, I mean, they're definitely invested in making a production out of this yeah. feud. Um, and who knows? Hey, it could work. You know, if Extreme <laughs> Rules, they do it They do it right, they could really set up a match there. Or maybe they drag it out till SummerSlam. I, th- I, th- I don't know. I think fans just groan anytime they start doing a promo in the ring uh, where you can hear the crowd. They just groan as soon as they feel this feud continuing. So I think Should- we're past the point of it working. Tonight's audience was pretty quiet. Did you guys notice that, by the way? Like, yeah. when Dolph was out there, the opening act of the show. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of dead space in between his words when he was talking on his way, walking to the ring. And he was walking and talking on the mic. Like, it was way too quiet. Yeah, I thought they were good for some of the matches, though. Especially considering how much of this felt like a repeat. Um... But that felt fresh to me, though, that beginning with... Those four guys, like I, I could watch those four guys go. That's something that Roman could be a part of that I would want to watch. Yeah, and I, that yeah, I actually have more about that when we get to it. But yeah, it, 
Well, we're going to talk about that in a second, including uh, Authors of Pain on TV two weeks in a row. But first, want to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready in the bathroom, and they are much more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You name it, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, and even a wipe that'll leave your tush feeling tingly clean, which, go back to past Wrestling Inc. episodes. We've discussed uh, the One Wipe Charlies in depth on this show, because we are all huge fans of Dollar Shave Club, and especially, oh my god, their new products. They've got the Amber Lavender Body Cleanser. Love this stuff. It smells fantastic. Actually, this one, the Black Sage Pepper, has become my go-to shampoo. Just, it's terrific, and it's so much just better in terms of it's got a manly scent to it it's not you know i hate when i'm trying to find different things in the store and try it out and it's like ah, oh, it doesn't smell exactly what i want i love with this they've really nailed doing stuff for guys that smells good keeps you looking good smelling good and most importantly feeling at your absolute best and of course all the products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget you'll feel the difference plus shipping is free with your membership Here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just $5, you can get their Daily Essential Starter Set. It comes with the Body Cleanser, the One Wipe Charlies, which are their amazing butt wipes, and yes, also their world-famous Shave Butter, plus their best razor, the Six Blade Executive, and you'll keep the blades coming for just a few bucks a month more. Add in the shampoo and toothpaste, anything else you need. Again, this uh, sage and black pepper is my jam. Absolutely love it. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. And yeah, Dollar Shave Club. Love having them on the podcast much more than uh, just razors now. They've got everything you need. dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. Good Lord. That's my jam. It's my jam. Dollar Shave Club. I apologize to you for that. <laughs> I apologize for the 20 razors that that just cost your business. <laughs> it's my jam. <laughs> It is good stuff, though. I've been using, like I said, I've, it's been a, about a year and a half now. I've been using it. I, I haven't used any other razors. And it. Uh, I actually have too many where I need to pause it because they last. They last. I mean, the quality is great. And they last a long That's time. Sad. Me too. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But Matt, aren't you like Luke Cage, though? You know, uh, you would think yeah, that it's I even better. Stack. Dude, yeah. I have a whole, I have a whole, um, you know, like the water cup that you used for, for mm -hmm. when you're brushing your teeth or rinse your mouth out of the water when you're done brushing or whatever. Everyone has it like built into their sink in their bathroom, right? Mine is full of those razors, new ones. Because yeah. <laughs> I take them out of the cardboard box slider and flip them all in there so I can take them and pop them on. But like, I still have them from like months ago because those last forever. It's fantastic. No, great yeah. quality products. Great yeah. stuff. Dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. Authors of pain tonight with Titus Worldwide. So, uh, this like feud's this. happening. What's that, Matt? Oh, you're taking forever on the recap. Arthur's a pain one. There you go. <laughs> I wasn't hey. bored, but uh, yeah, it was a squash match, but I thought they looked good. good. I like this. This is what it needed to be. Good. It, it didn't need to be anything else. This is not a pay-per-view worthy match for those two specimens, in my opinion. Um, I'm sure they might have one, you know, on, on the pre-show or whatever. But them being in a storyline that gets to a pay-per-view, they're above that with, with these other two guys. No offense to them. Titus Worldwide. Yeah. So I was happy to see them pick up any uh, win tonight. Yeah. I, I just don't know where you they, – they're dominant, but they – not counting Dolphin and, and Drew, they are the only dominant no tag, tag team there this is. This is everybody's problem, though, Raj. This is yeah. every yeah. single tag, you know. 
Right, but what I mean is at least like on SmackDown, you have the Usos or the New Day that you could yes, build authors of pain to. You have no one on Raw. So what do you do? Just not book the guys because they're idiots and they don't know how to book a tag team division? No, I think you book them. I'm just, I just feel like, I don't know, if you move the Usos over or do something. Yeah, because, do that. Well, okay, that's a possibility, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they just got no one. I mean, no I'm not excited team. to see Hardy and Bray Wyatt against the authors of pain. Um, you want to know something? Jeff Hardy would be better served right now with his brother Matt. It's just the Hardy boys headlining the tag team division as their champions and somebody going after them. Yeah. Yeah. Although last year they really ran that into the ground. What was it with Sheamus and Cesaro? They didn't get a chance. Anderson. He got hurt. What do you mean? Oh, well, no, no. After WrestleMania with uh, Matt and Jeff. How yeah, they long did they have the title? How long did were they get it before he got hurt? Oh, it was I, it was like through October, I think. So yeah, it was a while. Oh, really? Yeah, he. I mean, they had dropped it. Remember, they had that feud forever with Sheamus and Cesaro that would not end. And uh, that's all I remember was that feud. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a five month feud. Okay. Oh, um, so before we talk about the match of the night, I have to ask you this, Matt. Kevin Owens backstage looking for his car at the valet. Did they have valet parking when you were there? No. No hell no. <laughs> nope. Just curious. Uh, okay, so match of the night tonight. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. So this is uh, keeping it hot, man. We're going to see Dolph versus Seth in a 30-minute Iron Man match at Extreme Rules. I mean, if that's not match of the night, definitely top right. three. Yeah. Um, but what would you think of this tonight? Now, we did have the, the finish with the Revival getting in, interfering, and uh, attacking Roman Reigns. But up until that point, Matt, what did you think of this match? And that, and that was a DQ. Yeah, DQ. It was a DQ, but it was a um, good storytelling for what needed to take place with the storyline between uh, Bo- uh, Bobby uh, and Roman. Um, that's their marquee storyline. So everybody else that is a bit player in that circumstance, that's just the way it is. Um, but uh, the, the action in that match, the, the act before all that was great. I'd pay to watch those two teams wrestle every night. Yeah. Did you, did you notice, too, when uh, when Drew tagged in and him and Roman were in the ring for the first time, there was like a there was like a buzz. There was like an electricity. Like fans that's, were, fans were that, into that, it. That's like that silent pop um, that you get in Japan when you hit a big power move on some like big show. If I were to F5 big show, they don't go and lose their shit. They go, oh, like this quiet, like impressive reaction. That's the reaction those two guys got tonight because people were like, oh, shit, these are two stars in the ring right now. We're about to see these two collide. This is great. Yeah, it felt like something special when they were it in did. there. So I, I feel like, you know, they, if they want – because I have the feeling fans are going to crap on the Lashley-Reigns match, you know. at uh, uh, I think so too. Where is it at? Uh, it's, it's Pittsburgh, right? Oh. Yeah, uh, I think I think they will too. I think you're I think you're right. Yeah, unless they turn Lashley full heel and they got a you know a, basically a week to do it, uh, I, I just don't see them cheering Lashley and, and booing Roman. I, I mean, it's possible if they do one, it's going to be them cheering Lashley. But yeah, um, yeah, I think uh, Drew and, and Roman. I think there's a there's something interesting there. Absolutely, and, and, and I gotta say this: yeah. I, Dolph seems like a way bigger star now than he did two weeks ago with this feud with Seth Rollins and with the the title change and everything. I feel like it's it's helped him out. It's helped him out a little bit. When you isolate him with Seth, yeah. When he's standing next to Drew, 
not so much. Right, yeah, yeah. You know who the star of the group is when we're no standing together. That dude's a stud. Absolutely. Um, so they set up Dash and Dawson, the revival against uh, Roman with Bobby Lashley for later in the evening. Before that, Constable Corbin in the ring, uh, depending an apology from Finn Balor. This is the feud. Okay. Uh, we saw some variant of this in NXT. What, what do you think of this, Matt? For uh, I, I, okay. I'm giving, I, I was giving him a chance tonight. Uh, uh, Corbin. Giving him a chance tonight. He's and um, he's still feeling his way through this. I thought tonight, as bad as parts of that was were, he's getting more comfortable with that persona and that that version that the part that layer to his character that they're asking him to to add to his onion, if you will, that next layer. Um, because let's be clear, this this is not going to be his final character. This is what Vince does with big guys. He did it with me, my stutter character. Believe it or not. That was just supposed to be a layer that they throw on you when you go when they go back to making you be the guy or their their monster or their main event levelish type of talent, just like Big E's doing right now. It's just been really successful for him, yeah. and they didn't expect it to be that successful. Um, to make them well rounded, all well around rounded, so no, you can't get them off guard on the mic in a promo when John Cena tries to you know pull your pants down and you're exposed <laughs> like. Roman Reigns was that one time verbally. Um, that that crap won't happen when you're well rounded. I'm that's what they're that's what they're doing with him right now. And uh, he felt like he looked a little bit more comfortable tonight. He's still doing the dumb thing that I hate more than anything when he's talking trash to his opponent or sorry Finn on the mic and like he may, knocks Finn down. He like looks to the hard camera like Snickers. <laughs> hard camera didn't even pick it up. And he, and he looks back to him. I'm like, you wouldn't do that in real life. So there's still elements where he's overly acting and still feeling himself. But I do like to watch these guys when they get thrown something like this, this curveball, to see how they do with it, sinking or swimming. Yeah, I, I, did, I definitely didn't think it was bad. I thought I actually thought Corbin was better than Finn here in a lot of ways. And I, think I do, too. I do, too. And I think a lot of that was just the lame lines that they gave Finn, you know, when he was talking exactly. about his jacket or I his vest. Said that. You know what, Raj, I'm going to cut you off. I was thinking that. When he said that line about TJ Fridays, I was like, okay, I, was, I promise I was going to – I said to my wife, I'm going to go on the show tonight, <laughs> and I'm going to say, WWE Creative, if you're watching this, stop writing talent, uh, uh, jokes for your talent. Talent in WWE, if you're watching this, stop listening to the idiots on Creative giving you jokes. They're never funny. And it's your ass that's on the line, not theirs. Yeah. So you got all day to do what you ever got to do to politic your way into a different joke that you can think up on your own. You guys are all smart enough, creative enough to do it and sell it back to them. Or more importantly, go knock on the man's door and get his attention and talk to him about the promo that you want to cut. And this is why you should do it. And then yeah. see what happens then. They say no, they say no. But it's not going to kill you because saying corny lines like TGI Friday Vest is killing someone like Finn. Exactly. That's why I just felt like he came across as lame as soon as he said that. You almost want to see Baron Corbin kick his ass. You know? Yeah. Um, and it sucks because Finn, you know, Finn's such a likable, likable, <laughs> he's such a likable character. We all want to be the guy. Yeah. And uh, this is what I, I always say when I'm, I'm talking about people turning heel to, to, to get revitalized. It's because WWE just has a bad time writing for baby faces. Just give them these bad jokes, so bad. bad stories, and, and yeah. this here's, here's a perfect example of it. 
Oh, look at Roman Reigns. Look at that yeah. douche. He's your baby face, mind you. Right. He's pulling <laughs> Superman, telling Bobby Lashley, stay on the apron. I'm going to start the match. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, wrestle the match, and I'm going to finish the match. Like, what a dick. <laughs> Right, and then and then he's mad that Lashley doesn't save him after all that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Matt, I like that your imitation of Roman Reigns sounds like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Like, you know, <laughs> <in his character. laughs> it's fantastic. Um, did we talk about this last Monday, or did Justin and I talk about it Wednesday? That Vince writes terrible baby faces because it's the one thing Vince can't relate to. Like Vince I don't writes, think that's not Vince. That's creative. No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying though, this idea that you know they they get heels. They WWE absolutely understands how to do heels, but with baby faces, it's almost accidental. Like this weird real life circumstances where the right performer, the right personality, but it's not a character they gave them. Well, so I, would, I, I would beg this. I don't necessarily think they're good for writing heels either, because yeah. they're not getting heels heat. They're we like the heels are entertaining. That's who we end up always talking about is the heels and how Dolph. Drew, everybody, we're always talking about the heels and how entertaining they were. You're not supposed to be entertaining as a heel in a perfect world. You're supposed to be a villain. We're supposed to hate you. And then by proxy, automatically start to like the other guy a little bit more because of it. That does not happen. So I'd argue they don't do a great job writing for heels. I think, I honestly, you know what? I, like, I love that what Tommaso Ciampa, you know, is trying to do and he's trying to be an right. old-fashioned heel. However... I do think when people boo him, they're having fun booing him. It's like kind of the yeah, mob. Of course, they don't believe it's real. Right. Well, well, what I mean is like there are some heels that people legitimately hate them. But and then you don't, you get, you don't you have that X now. Then the people would call that X-Pac heat. Which no, I'm talking about like, uh, like Edge which, or Bully Ray in, in TNA. Uh, guys that were really just total pricks that, uh, you know, Chris Jericho for a while um, just – People who are out, like, and the fans were really mad and, and hated them. And uh, I don't think that the, the one guy fans really seem to hate is Roman. Uh, yeah. But that's about it. Like, real hate. There's not there's not really any heels that have that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's different. You know, and that's the thing. I think the fans feel in on it if they like what they're doing or respect the level they're taking it to. Well, WWE, um, but part of that is kayfabe, too, right? When you, ha- yeah. when you show the heels doing... Yeah all this stuff and they're playing tug of war and doing all this fun stuff during WrestleMania week with all the fans. You you don't have that. uh, Yeah. You know, you don't have that. Yeah. I mean, they have like the NXT, the the two sides playing tug of war for something, you know, they do, they, they do stuff like that all the time. Well, but even back in the day, remember growing up like Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling when you saw like Nikolai Volkov, and Iron Sheik and Rowdy Rowdy Piper, all these guys being played as sort of good-natured. But that's on a cartoon. And yeah, by I the know. way, they were like, okay, that was like the Hall of Justice versus what was the heel faction called on Legion Superman? Of Doom. Legion versus of Doom. that. Like, they had their own place that they stayed in the hills on that cartoon yeah. versus Hulk and his posse, JYD and Jimmy Snooker. All of them were in their own place. Yeah. Like, if you showed Hulk and Andre when when they had their feud and then they sh- you showed them, you know, with all the other wrestlers just hanging out and being buddies right. and right. you know, they, that would just take an element out of it that, you know, and yeah, it's a different day and age. I get I that for the people that are saying that probably saying that right now, Sure, but still you're right. They don't write for the heels to get actual heat anymore. Yeah. But I remember edge was really good at that. When he was with Lita, he was really good at getting that real heel heat where fans they also had really that nice good. little element of realness with what he did to Matt Hardy. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That, that added a lot to it. 
Well, because I think if he sees you as potentially a likable heel, then you become like Stone Cold. You become an anti-hero and he can make money off you. Whereas if you think fans are just going to boo you like Jinder, it's like, well, I'm going to use you to get oh. the faith over that. Okay, there's an example of one who tries to do it, right? Jinder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's worked. You know, it's definitely... He's not doing uh, anything funny or cool. Well, yeah. now... I mean, now they're kind of doing a little more comedy with him, and we'll talk about that uh, in a minute. But uh, we saw Elias yeah. backstage tonight playing guitar, talking to Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. I didn't Logan. get this at all. Yeah. I they have pulled Elias so, so much in a month. This was bad acting. Not on his part, on the girls' part. I did not get it. This riot squad, them throwing stuff in the back, is, <laughs> it's just so lame. It doesn't come across as they're punkish or, you know, what that element that they're trying to do. It just it just comes across as it bad was, acting. It was literally like the show. I could I could see the bullet points. Make sure you make sure I stick my tongue out right now. Oh wait, I didn't do it long enough. Hang on, let me stick up my blue tongue again. Like it was that obvious. It was bad acting. I didn't like it. Yeah, and I well, like it even more because it brought our boy down. Yeah. Were they hinting at something happening between Elias and Liv? Did I read something about that? Yeah, it seemed like it. They they mentioned it on commentary, too. So, I don't know. It's an odd pairing. Yeah. Uh, led to the match Ember Moon versus Liv Morgan. Moon uh, won with the Eclipse. Yeah, you know, Ruby, it was what it was. Ruby Wright <laughs> suffered an injury. Oh, yeah. She's out. So, a knee injury. Uh, she's going to get that checked out this week, but it's uh, hopefully hope for the best, but um, I don't know. Don't care about any of that, any bit of that act. Yeah, that I, I think the riot, uh, the riot squad, they do nothing for me. Yeah. And if Ruby's out, you know, it is likely over. Probably should be. Um, so the Revival versus Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. And the, uh, the match was short. Ember picked up the win. Yeah. Eclipse. Good win for her. Good, good win. She needed a win on TV. And she looks good. She's been yeah. impressive. Yep. Totally. Um, the revival versus Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley with Roman not tagging in Bobby. See, yeah, that, that was the story. He he refused to tag in Bobby. And Bobby wanted the tag. <laughs> so yeah, that that's it. That was the whole story of the match. Uh, and so finally. What happened at the end where they, they just started double-teaming him? and Yeah. The, so that was the DQ. So another DQ. So the three big matches, two were DQs. One was a count-out. I don't out. get why there had to be a DQ. Why couldn't they just give them the win? It made sense. Yeah, you just do it for himself. a second week in a row. It's the same. Oh, as, well. Two guys beat him. It would have helped those guys out even more. Yeah. And it doesn't uh, It doesn't just leave such a flat feeling. Like with and, it, and, and it should add more steam, technically, between Bobby and 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 um, Roman. Roman yeah. got embarrassed. Now you know, was it twice, right? Or was it Bobby that took the pin last no, time? No, it was Roman. Bobby hasn't yeah. been pinned yet. Okay, so there you go. So that's even more embarrassing for Roman to get his shoulders pinned to the mat twice by those guys. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, it would have been cool too if, <laughs> if later Roman decides that he wants to tag Bobby and then Bobby just takes off. Or, you know, do something like that. Because uh, I feel like the way they did it, it just made Roman look totally bad. Yeah, I don't blame Bobby. Yeah. So, yeah, so Roman refuses to tag. Revival start beating him down. DQ, Bobby just walks off. It basically said he's had enough. And then Roman, after the beat it down, is pissed at Bobby for 
not saving him, I guess, even though he refused to tag him the whole match. And he's yeah. your baby face. Yeah, who, yeah, who's the face and who's the heel in this one? Bobby's looking like he's going to end up being the heel. They want him to be the heel. Yeah. It looks that way. We don't know. But that's what it felt like. I like Roman calling out Bobby's fake smile, though. I thought that was pretty good earlier on in the show. Because <laughs> it is pretty bad. Um, but uh, Bobby's a natural heel, even though he's the nicest guy on the planet. He's the sweetest guy you'll ever meet. I swear to God, Bobby Lashley is. But um, as a heel, he feels himself more, as we've seen at TNA. Yeah, and, I think that- uh, I'd like to see him tap into that. Yeah, I feel like the best run he's had as a singles. Yes. Well, I guess that's the, yes. just his whole run has been a singles. But the best run <laughs> he's had was TNA as a he, when he was a heel. No so Mojo Raleigh versus No Way Jose tonight. This is uh, still going. Well, I like what they're doing with Mojo. You know, he's intense. No, he's intense. It's good. I mean, well, I just feel like every time he gets a little momentum, they pull back. So look, as if they keep it going, you know. But I, what do you think? This pre-show at Extreme Rules. That would be something I would be semi-interested in watching if I'm not doing anything for the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, because oh. I like the well, I like to see the like how he's evolving into this, and it gives me he's a different person to me. He's completely different. He's nothing like that cornball bouncing around the ring like an idiot. But is Jose gonna? Actually I don't care about Jose. This is just me watching. <laughs> just, it could be a broomstick he's wrestling against. I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't care. I'm really into Mojo and wanting to see what he'd do with it. I like against yeah. Mojo. Yeah, Mojo's doing good, but um, you know, with this pay per view, one you know, one of the matches is automatically thirty minutes. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely a pre show match, if that. Yeah, and they still don't have I mean Nakamura, who knows if he'll be able to make it. Um you know, if they were going to have him and Jeff Hardy, one, two, three, four, five. Why is he injured? So you got, you got seven. Yeah, that the, the dog bite. You got that. You heard you about that, right? Yeah, right? Oh we'll yeah, get, yeah. We'll dog. get to that. We'll talk about that uh, after we wrap Raw. Um, yeah, I think if Jose, I, I want to see Mojo have a real intense match. I like him with the beatdowns. I loved what he did uh, last week uh, with the cheeseburger yelling at him. Uh, but now I want like a real match. Right, he's got to get through this. He's got to get through this feeder match first. He's still got to hit everything out of the park, and hopefully they give him someone like that after this. Someone mm-hmm. a little bit bigger, badder, stronger, moreover, and then same type of intensity. He's got to show against that person. I'll bet five dollars the next time he does a beatdown, Zack Ryder runs out and saves that person, and it just goes back to Mojo and Zack. I hope not. No, God, I don't think they do that. You don't I think, think so? No. Who who do you put Mojo in a feud with then? You could do Bobby Roode. Um, That's true. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Zack Ryder would be a step down. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um, Mickey James versus Nia Jax. Mickey James had uh, Alexa Bliss out there with her. Nia Jax brought out Natalia. This is all building up to the Extreme Rules match that is going to be happening between Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss at Extreme Rules. Um, this match tonight with Mickey, you know, it was what it was. Uh, oh, wait, we, we didn't talk about that bump that that uh Mojo gave that one, you know, one of the 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 rosebuds. Oh, <laughs> it's a conga line, Raj. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the conga line where he pounced him outside the ring and then threw him into that barricade. Man, that, lo- that looked brutal. <laughs> hey, you sign up for a conga line, you know what you're getting. That's, I looked, uh, that looked brutal. I thought it looked good. I thought it was good for Mojo. Yeah, it did. 
Yeah. Uh, interview with Ronda Rousey. She's going to be sitting ringside at Extreme Rules. Yay. <laughs> uh, what about this match tonight, Matt, with Nia versus Mickey? Nothing, nothing special for me. Just um, furthers the storyline. A long natty's got to be careful. Um, at the end, when they were closing out and about to go to dark, she was making her heelish smile faces again. She's got to chill out on that if she's putting herself over as a face. Um, I didn't think she was a baby face at the very end of that. Yeah. I know it sounds stupid, but it's something small. But when she's sitting there with Nia Jackson, they're staring, a, supposed to be staring a hole through uh, Alexa. Like, they're making all these like, smirks and cocky faces. And I don't know. I don't always like seeing that from a baby face. No, I'm, I'm, I agree with that. Uh, Raj, how about you? What, what are you thinking about all this? Eh. Eh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's really it. Exactly. Eh. And, and that's like we were talking about this before, Matt. So you, you didn't last year, your wife, uh, how'd you put it? Your wife watched the first season of Glow and you kind of begrudgingly watched along with it. You yeah. just thought it was okay. I mean, season two, I watched it all last night. It was very weird to go from that to the women's storylines in WWE right now. Just night and day difference. You well, know? It's an entire show. About I know, but even the cheesy storylines they're doing in the fictional 1985 glow seemed right. more compelling and original and interesting than. Well, a lot of that's because they had such diverse characters. That's true. Yeah, Everybody and with this. Yeah. That's true. It's just uh, but so yeah. many tag matches and, you know, just they're just. I don't know. It's it's just hard to care. The whole Alexa Nia thing, it just feels like a retread. It's like it feels like it's been done and they're just already going back to it. Yeah. Um, so I just don't care. I know Mickey got penned. Who was it? Was it Natalia that pinned her? Uh, no. It, uh, or Nia? Nia uh, took advantage of a distraction and uh, hit a Samoan drop on Mickey for the pin. After that, we had Kevin Owens backstage talking with Jinder Mahal. Jinder now is uh, doing... What was he? Uh, meditating uh, yeah. or breathing. Is that wrong with that? No, I know, but he has a new gimmick now. Because he talked before he's found peace. So I'm wondering now if this is going to evolve into. It's just a seg. It's just a backstage. It's nothing. It's not even worth talking about. Well, they, I was just they, might go, they might go more with it. Remember when Sanjay Dutt did this in TNA when he yeah. was the guru? Wait a minute. This is what he was brought back doing originally, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. They tried it for a couple weeks and dropped it. When he first they... came back. Yeah, but I think the other the other stuff played its course, so they're trying something different. What other stuff? Being a, a villain that gets heat? Yeah, I mean I it looks like they've dropped that. Change. Like, I don't need to change anything. I don't need the, him juggling. I don't need him riding a freaking unicycle. I don't need him walking a tightrope. Yeah. Before it was the modern day hall and being a dicky heel. That's all we need. That's entertaining. Yeah, but they this dropped the stuff with him. Guys, this is where they get too goddamn creative, creative, and too cutesy. Yeah, but they've definitely dropped his anti, you know, ripping on America. And okay, that's fine. He doesn't need to do any of that. He just needs to, to, to be a dick. Yeah. yeah. I kind of dug the modern-day Maharaja when the, the elaborate the entrance, Maharaja. you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, so now if it's Jinder Mahal the guru. Yeah, because he, cool. he had great facials, too, like as far as the scowl yes, and everything. Did. Yeah. And now Ooh, with the smile and yeah. Shanti, I don't know. Um. So Kevin Owens is the star of the – is the star of Monday Night Raw, in my opinion. I know we had a lot of Roman tonight, but notice with Kevin, they're doing more and more of this with his feud with Braun Strowman. We're getting these vignettes, the stuff with Kevin backstage. Even as a heel, they're making him... It, it, and just character. for people that would point out, like they keep making Kevin look like a bitch. They keep making him look like a little wuss. 
it's what I kept reading. That's what I kept getting. Why are they making our boy look like a bit? Because fans know I love Kevin Owens as a fan. I'm a fan of his. Um, and I tried to explain that maybe you're tr- maybe it's right. But here's the thing. When Vince puts you on that much TV doing those backstage segments, you're his guy. Yeah. You're the guy they are featuring, whether it's good segments or not. That amount of segments that they put into it is telling that he's their, he's their, he's their top heel. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a tough one because you you do feel like at some point Kevin has to get something on Braun. So Braun wants some revenge. Not Braun is just destroying Kevin every week. And, right. uh, you know, Kevin, because Kevin's got nothing on Braun, right? Has there been a single week where. I, I don't like him being scared of him either. I don't like that. Yeah. I, just because he's supposed to be kill Owens, kill. What is it? Fight Owens, fight. You know what I mean? Like, right. where's that fighter? Where's that guy? Even at Shania Twain, he was putting over Braun Strowman when she, uh, I don't know if you saw the footage, but when she's like, oh, if you beat Braun Strowman, the next time I'll come through, I'll play your song. And he was like, Shania, have you seen Braun Strowman? Like, yeah. you know, even uh, that saying, like, I don't know that, you know, I can, I can necessarily do that. So yeah. uh, it's interesting the angle they're taking with KO with this. But that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins at Extreme Rules or else, you know, you can't just have him lose, 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 get his ass kicked and then lose at the pay-per-view, right? I yep. think they will. That's what will happen. I, think. <laughs> I mean, he's already beaten Kevin Owens so many times. Like he's pinned him in tag matches on Raw. Um, I, you know, I agree. I think Owens was entertaining as hell in this. Uh, yeah, I thought. I, and one thing, Braun, they got to stop having him carrying that briefcase. It, it just makes him look not like a monster. You know, <laughs> the big green goofy briefcase. Um. But that's a side note. But anyway, uh, I, I just think I think Braun destroys Kevin. You know, they, maybe they'll go five minutes, but that, that's where it's headed. They're, I mean, they're overprotecting Braun. They're protecting Braun like yeah. no one I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin Owens hid in a portageon. Braun Strowman uh, did his uh, his lady voice to to suss out if KO was in there or not. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was good. And uh, then when he realized KO was in there, dragged the portageon into the arena, tipped it over, uh, got you know the the blue stuff all over KO, and uh, yeah, it's a good bit. I wasn't you know quite. Roman Reigns on the stretcher, but uh, I don't know, Matt, for a bigger production. No, that was good. No, that was good. It was what it needed to be. And they switched him out, right? KO? I would assume. I would hope so. Yeah. Or Vince was like, no, we cannot fix this. Well, I mean, uh, so he was carrying the empty porta potty. And then when they were doing all the replays, somehow, because you would think the top of the arena could still see down there. Or unless it was blocked off enough where they could, you know, put Owens uh, under. I don't know. It seems like an incredibly unnecessary risk to put the talent. But it Curtis. wasn't a big drop either, and they've done bigger drops than that. That's true. You know. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, they 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 had to have switched him out. I was just trying to figure out if 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 they were completely out of view of the crowd. But anyway. Yeah, I'm sure this story will come out the behind the scenes. Uh, and Wrestling Inc. will have all the details. Um, so that was Raw tonight. Uh, do we even need a final thought on this episode? We got one more till Extreme Rules, which is uh, feeling pretty darn inessential compared to Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. No, but I'd give it a C plus. It was better than, better than last week's. Okay. You know, I was going to give it a D, but Matt, you, you changed my mind on some stuff. I'll go <laughs> D plus. 
<laughs> wow. I thought I still the only thing I really liked on the show was the tag match, and then that had a crap ending. If if that ma- if that match had a finish, I think I would have liked it better. But yeah, no. uh, absolutely. Um, so Nakamura bit by a bomb sniffing dog last yeah. week in Bakersfield. So, yeah, uh, it was last Monday. Uh, they were doing a SmackDown Live event, and they said they were doing a, a routine pre-show security check. Um, at, in Bakersfield, California, at the arena, where they're doing a protective sweep. Uh, of yep. the arena, yep, and uh, it consisted of a, a canine team. He goes into every room. Yeah, looking for sniffing for bombs and yeah. He, so he goes to every room, goes to locker room, goes to every bag, goes to every person. If you're there, smells so you. You've moving. seen that before? Yeah. Is, After is 9/11, that, everything changed. Was it? Is it pretty common? No, I only remember like a couple when I was in California. Ironically. Huh. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I guess uh, the, Nakamura was working out, you know, in, in some room in the building. The canine came in, and then for whatever reason, bit Nakamura. Apparently, it was serious enough that Nakamura couldn't wrestle in, you know, the 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 shows yeah. that they did just in Taiwan and in Tokyo. And him against AJ in Tokyo was the big match. It sold out Suno Sumo Hall pretty quickly, uh, which they never do. So. And this match didn't happen. They were in Japan. Yeah, yeah they yeah. just got back. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, he was on. He was on a. Cr- he was on crutches there. Wow. And uh, he told the media there that he's out for two more weeks. So he said. What did AJ face? Ah, gosh, who did he end up facing? Um, here, let me let me take a look. Joe quick. Samoa Joe, maybe. Um. Hold on one second. I got it right here. Ooh. They did a triple threat. So they did two uh, shows in Tokyo. One was AJ facing Samoa Joe. Yep, he beat Samoa Joe. And then the other one was him beating Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe. So oh, they, oh, wow. So, no offense, Nakamura. I'd rather watch that three-way. <laughs> yeah. I really would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so two weeks is what he said. Wow. We'll see. Yeah, we shall. So some sad news this week. Matt Capitelli passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, did I know he was on the season of Tough Enough after you? Or did he was you in OVW that? with me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, great. People always say like how you know great a lot of these people are when they pass on, but like Matt, I don't know how to explain this, but I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I don't know about auras and believe in auras and all that crap, but like Matt Capitelli had this like. I swear to you, this white layer that went around him. Like, he was like an on-earth, like, angel. I swear to you, this is like the best human being you'll ever encounter in your life. There's so many people he brought in to uh, Christ, uh, taught Christ about, that previously had no experience or any knowledge or needed it, forgot about it, you know? Um, And um, a great story would be um, what he did to help... um, you know, a lot of us became addicts, painkiller addicts, and um, Joey Mercury um, got bit by it too early on in his WWE run with Eminem, um, Joey Matthews, and uh, Matt Capitelli helped him out immensely. And that's just one story of bringing him into the, you know the church setting, and 
changed Joey's life completely around, so much so that WWE was able to, you know, bring him back, give him a hire Joey back, as you see, as an agent. And Joey's like one of the best agents they have for the record. You just don't hear about it much, about how intelligent Joey is. Um, super intelligent, super good guy, and a lot of that's Matt. Matt does, Matt does that for like hundreds of different people, whether they were on drugs, whether they were sober, it didn't matter. Um, he's just literally the, one of the best human beings you'll ever meet, like better than all of us combined. Like I always thought he was too good for our business, not the crap on wrestling, but I always thought like, what is he doing in this? He's way too good for us, like for us wrestlers. I always thought that. Uh, yeah, it's really sad. He was, I mean, he, he won tough, tough enough. Uh, on uh, uh, the 2003, I think it, him and him and John Morrison, they were co-winners. Yeah. I, I remember at that time, everyone saw uh, Capitelli as the one that would go on to be a big star. He kind of had a Brian Pillman-ish look. Yeah, he had a ton of charisma to him. He had a good flying Brian look to him. Yep. Yeah. Um, he had that bit with Bob Holly, if you remember. Yeah, and um, and he was really cool about that thing with Bob Holly. He didn't yes, he complain. Was. He he was like, you know who. A lot of people would have been upset with Bob Holly basically stiffed on him during, you know, during a training session. And that's the thing, like, people, I wish they told more about that story. Matt played football, I want to say, at Michigan State Hmm. or, or like, a pretty big-time university, Eastern Michigan maybe. Matt Matt was a tough kid. Um, So, like, he got it, you know what I mean? I remember they showed him, like, crying about it and stuff. I'm like, that's MTV, you know? Um, But, like, Matt... Yeah, he, he's again, my opinion, too good for our business. Yeah, yeah Western so, Michigan uh, University. So he won Western. the OVW Heavyweight Championship in August of 2005. I only got to hold it for three months um, when they found a, the tumor in his brain, and so he had to relinquish the title. February of 2006, he had successful surgery that removed 90% in 2007. However, uh, last year he re- he announced that the tumor had returned and it was larger and more aggressive. Uh, had an operation, which was successful. However, the portion that was in, inoperable uh, due to it being too close to his brainstem gave him severe complications. Mm. And he found out that he had a grade four, uh, is it glebo, glebolostoma, which is uh, the deadliest form of cancer, according to doctors. So, when you have it in your brain, my dad passed the same thing. It may, it's very difficult to get in between the brain waves to pull all of it out usually. Like my dad's was a softball, size of a softball. Wow. And they couldn't take it out without basically killing them. Um, and that's what happens with brain tumors a lot of the time. You have to be very, very careful. Like that was a miracle the first time around that they were able to pull out what they did. Like that's not very common. Yeah. Um, he just, he, he's really a good example. Um, and to those that didn't know, Matt, they're probably you know, not thinking much of this, you know, unfortunately, and they really should. I encourage all the fans to look up Matt online and see. I hopefully enough of the wrestlers have written stories about what he's personally done for them because I cannot really illustrate enough. And I'm, not, I'm doing a horrible job of boning it right now of explaining how important he was just as a human being doing God's work um, in a very very perceived at times evil world of wrestling dirty world of wrestling at times backwards ass world of wrestling sometimes and uh he never went astray ever his his convictions were so impressive man 
I'm a Christian myself, and like I'm not one millionth of the man that 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 man was, and and I don't think any of us are. It's just it so impressive this 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 man, and his 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 legacy is just something we'll always remember. That story I just told you about Joey Mercury, that's like one of like thirty I could tell you. That's gonna live on with me and my memory forever, and every every single one of our guys in OVW's memories forever, and his family's memories forever, and it's a real thing. So Matt more than did his share here on earth that's what the name of the game is we don't know how long we have here this this little thing of life is a bleep on the map is what it's supposed to be this is a test once you pass the test you're supposed to my belief you don't have to believe me um is that you get you know you get called to heaven is what the goal is once you've passed said test and uh matt passed it with a straight a pluses from the day he was born he's really really impressive human man and our condolences to his family and friends yeah, it's really, really sad. Well, on that note, that was beautifully put, Matt. Uh, I think you did a certainly better job of uh, discussing at length his impact than any of us possibly could have. Um, so on that note, let's wrap, guys. We will be back here Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern to talk about SmackDown Live uh, here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So until next time, folks, take care, and we'll see you back here. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.